0: As we move into the next section, we lead into another application of integration. And kind of like the other half, if you will, of calculus, mostly until this last chapter, we've been looking at the derivative. And in this chapter, we've been looking at the antiderivative, or the integral. And I mentioned in the second section or we mentioned in the text, some applications of anti-differentiation. We looked at Wiley Coyote moving up and down with his catapults, and um, we looked at some business applications using the marginal profit or revenue. But uh, here we have another application of integration. And before we can really use it to its fullest, we actually need a few sections of material to finally get to using calculus to do something like find the area under a curve. But we can at least start in this section with looking at areas and trying to figure out an approximation for the area. Um, before and, and that technique of finding the approximation for the area is going to lead into some techniques that allow us to use calculus to get an exact value of the area now it doesn't necessarily mean actually that we're ever going to be able to have an exact value for pi right because pi is a transcendental number that goes on and on forever but one thing that is going to come up in this section is the notion of approximating pi using a circle. Now, pi was discovered to be that special ratio between the circumference of any circle and its diameter. And it's exactly equal to the circumference over the diameter. But the problem is, because it's a transcendental number, we never know exactly what it's equal to. So historically, when people were trying to find a better and better approximation, I mean, first they noticed, well, it's about three times the, the circumference is about three times the diameter. And then they got a little closer with 3.1, and so on and so forth. And one way to look at it is to look at a unit circle, radius 1. And we are going to be looking at this part of the circle. And normally, you know, the general formula for a circle with radius 1 centered at the origin is x squared plus y squared equals 1. But y if we solve for y, is plus or minus the square root of 1 minus x squared. And if I want to take this first quadrant, then I want x greater than or equal to 0 and y greater than or equal to 0. So we take the positive square root. And now that is the formula for the circle in this first quadrant. And because the area of a circle is pi r squared. Since this circle has radius 1, the area of the whole circle would be pi times 1 squared. And the area of just that little part of the first quadrant would be 1 fourth pi, a fourth of the circle. So the area is 1 fourth pi. So if I were able to get that area under the circle, then that would be a quarter of whatever pi was and so historically they might be trying to find ways to approximate this area under the curve and in order to do that uh, there are a lot of different techniques that they came up with we're going to use one of them today now another application for integration is in volumes and it's not something actually that you would move into in in this course's material but just to show you this is something called a paraboloid (laughs) It's got a great name it's a paraboloid it's a parabola that's been rotated about some central axis to make something um, in 3d three dimensions and an application of this is your car's headlight a lot of cars headlights are parabolically shaped and the reason why is if all of this parabola were made out of a reflective material and then remember it's 3d so you've got It's kind of like a cone I don't know you're probably too young for the cone heads on Saturday Night Live in the 80s but they had heads shaped like this kind of like a cone and if everything's reflective on the inside if you put a light source in just the right place the light will radiate from the source hit this reflective surface and because it's a parabola it's parabolically shaped the light will actually come out parallel to the axis of revolution we call this and so it makes a beam of light and that's what we like right we want all the light focused in this way in one direction toward where we're going and the special place where the light is is actually called the focus um, because it goes the other way too if light comes in and hits this mirror or reflective thing it'll all focus on one point so um, you can imagine If you had a really big parabolic mirror and you focused everything right here, you might be able to burn ships that are coming into a harbor. I don't know if you know your history, but um, I'll let you look that one up. So we have a paraboloid. And if we wanted to know its volume, say we wanted to build something and we needed to know its volume, we could actually use calculus to do that quite easily. And this is called the volume of uh, an object that's been found by revolving a function around some axis of revolution. So these are two applications of integration, one of which you are going to use very soon with calculus. And even sooner than that, we're going to approximate areas using just basic ideas that we've known for a long time.